This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series in combination with our Let's Talk Arsenal show. More about that in a second. Today's show is going to be slightly different to what you've come to expect from your 8am shows. Arsenal are playing tonight and because it's happening in such close proximity to the last game and over the weekend, we haven't been able to have time to do our usual timing of a preview show. So we're going to combine the two shows. It's going to be in two parts. First half is going to be, as you've come to expect, all your updates on the Arsenal news side of things. And then the second half of the show is going to be what you've come to expect from the preview show. Trust me, everything you come to expect from both shows is going to be here. So we'll crack on with things. We're going to have five minutes of news updates, five minutes of your questions, and then we're going to run straight into our partnered preview show. So strap in, get ready, drop a like on the video, drop a press on that subscription button if you haven't done so already. And we kick off by telling you, of course, as always, go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. Some really good content going on over there from myself, Chris Davison, Bailey Keogh, uh, and the rest of the team as well. Make sure you are subscribed uh, as always. Always. Uh, we kick off, though, with the story which Mikel Arteta has been speaking ahead of the game against Leeds this evening, in which he has been speaking and asked about the possibility of playing that 4-4-2 in the long term and in the future. He says, we thought that they were going to play in a certain way and we planned with the players that we thought could help the most and have a good cohesion and a link between them. Then it's up to the players. They are the ones that did it. It's interesting how he's talking about how they're looking to try and tackle opposition podcasts. Um, and when you're podcast, tackle it opposition, uh, like kind of formations and systems and the way in which the manager wants to set up. And they want to tackle this in certain ways based upon who they're facing, which has been something that's been debated and argued between fans and supporters, whether or not Arsenal need to kind of focus on themselves and have a defined kind of 11 or whether or not they need to move away from that and move towards looking at the opposition and setting up to try and tackle and break down 
what they are setting up with. It's not the only thing that he talked about. He talked about Friday night. He talked about kind of a Bamiyang and Lacazette's responsibilities on that. He says, that is where I'm going. They lead by example, and not only there, but as well at the training ground. Certain things, a role they could have had three years ago in the squad, now it has changed. Human beings change themselves every six months. They have all new selves. Uh, I thought it was six years. I know what he's trying to get. I don't know if you've ever heard the, the, the phrase of, human beings change themselves every six years or eight years because the amount of cells that are in your body change and are replicated and the ones that were there six or eight years ago have died off. But it's not every six months. <laughs> so I don't know where Arteta's biology degree came from. But he said human beings change themselves every six months. They have all new selves and it's credible. So we are able to adapt very quickly and manipulate and change our minds very quickly as well. They are doing that for the benefit of the club, but for sure for the benefit of themselves. Really strange comment um, from Mikel Arteta. I don't know what he was going for with that, but he got it completely wrong. Uh, with the biology side of things. So we need to do a little bit more research on that one. Antonio Conte. Now, this is kind of the big talking point around the world of football, not specifically just Manchester United, because with Arsenal's managerial situation, a lot of Arsenal fans are concerned that we may miss out on the opportunity to appoint Antonio Conte because he looks like he could be going to Manchester United. The conflicting reports are all over the place. I look forward to getting into work this morning and talking to our Manchester United correspondents over at Manchester Evening News and seeing how they're feeling about this because it's so confusing to try and work out who's going to be going where. I want to know how you feel about the possibility of Antonio Conte going to Manchester United. From the news that's kind of leaking out there, it seems like he'd be keen on that. He'd be keen on moving to Manchester United, but whether or not it's the right move for him, you will have to wait and see. And lastly, Chris Wheatley of London has reported that Arteta intends to go very strong in tonight's game against Leeds. We'll be talking more about that in a second, but it is unlikely to expect any of the young stars uh, to feature, especially in the starting eleven. maybe on the bench. There is a rule change for tonight's game in which you're allowed five substitutions, which was not the case for the second and third rounds when we beat West Brom and AFC in Wimbledon. So that could change the perspective of the bench, but uh, it would be a shame not to see any kind of youth players used whatsoever in the team, but we'll see how that changes. Now, for the last five minutes of the uh, morning show, before we crack on with the preview side of things, this is the opportunity for you guys to ask a couple of questions to myself. So if you do have some questions, some thoughts, some theories, do throw them into the chat box in the next five minutes or so show before so show so before we move on to the next part of the show. So I need to use less words with the letter S in, clearly. Um, let's see what you guys are saying about um, <laughs> about the possibility of Antonio Conte. Uh, Fun Trick says, I think that Oli will stay. Uh, good morning to you, Matt. Good to have you in the chat box. I didn't say morning to everybody, first of all. Colin, Inga, Harvey, thank you so much. Uh, Bungle, David, Aaron, Mycon joining us as well. Jonathan, uh, Steve, we've got Tom, we've got EKK, we've got uh, Nikolai, we've got Jez, we've got uh, Julian, we've got Dan, we've got Stephen. Thank you ever so much, guys, for tuning in. Please make sure you continue to make this part of your morning routine and drop a like on the show if you haven't done so already. Rahul says, Erdogan is going through a bad spell of performance. Do you think he will start today against Leeds? We will have to wait and see. I do look forward to seeing whether or not we do see the best of Martin Odegaard, but it's certainly one that we are going to have to wait and see whether or not he can click back into gear. It does seem. Julian says, Tom, what's your thoughts on the Toons takeover? Jealous it wasn't us. 
No, um, I'm not jealous because I've got my own thoughts about kind of the, the background of the takeover. I wouldn't want that kind of consortium to to come in with the associating association to uh, all of the the stuff behind the scenes. Personally, I know I live in a fantasy land where I'd like a billionaire owner that's completely clean. Um, I'm aware of that that I live in a complete like imaginary place to want that, but that's what I want, and uh, it's how I live with myself personally. So no, I'm not jealous. Uh, in the slightest. So why am I jealous of a team that is second bottom of the Premier League right now? So there you go. Tim says, uh, in your opinion, if Conte had the choice between Arsenal and United, which would uh, more likely be his choice? I think that if he had the choice, he'd go to Manchester United. You're able to spend a lot more money. I think the squad is overall better and he's got more world-class players at hand and at his disposal. So I think he would probably choose Manchester United over Arsenal. Um, can we win the League Cup, says Mayer? Well, any team can win the League Cup, technically. But, uh, I, yeah, for me, I don't think there's going to be the option to go all the way in January because of the African Cup of Nations. The semi-finals are taking place over January, and that's where we'll be losing a Bamiyang, Pepe, Partey, El Neni. So my assumption will be that I think we can reach the quarters. If we reach the semis against one of the top sides in the Prem, I think that's probably where we'll come undone. Maybe unless it's Liverpool, who are expected, of course, to lose... Salah uh, and Mane. So, and uh, uh, I'm sure there's some others as well that they might be losing too. So, maybe if we get one of the other teams that's heavily affected by losing key players, there's a chance. But uh, I think it's going to be tough to expect us to get through in that January period. Um, let's go to e commerce. It says, Tom, who are the top five performers in an Arsenal shirt this season? It's a very on-the-spot question. You can't really look too far past the defence at the moment. You have to say Aaron Ramsdale has been really good. Tommy Asu, both of them since they've come in have been unbeaten. They've not lost a game yet. Then Gabriel has been excellent since coming in as well. Uh, looking kind of into the forward line of players, Emil Smith-Rowe and, and Saka. You probably have to highlight those two beyond everyone else. So Saka, Smith-Rowe, uh, Tommy Asu, Ramsdale and Gabriel is who I would probably pick as my top five performers we've got a couple of minutes before we move on to the preview show so if you do have any thoughts and feelings do put them into the chat box we'll try and answer some of your questions as well at the end of the preview show as well king says does Erdogan as a right winger in a 3-4-3 look good he has had his best season playing there for Real Sociedad yes he played also there for Vitesse in the Eredivisie as well he can play there does tend to shift out to the right when he plays in the number 10 role as well. So it's kind of instinctual for him to shift right so he can then move the ball onto his left foot. But there's all the hope in the world that he could play there. I just don't think that that's something that Arteta would choose to do considering the fact he's got Saka and then Pepe also there as well. Steven says, would you be happy if Zidane, uh, I assume you mean Zidane, uh, becomes the next Arsenal manager? Uh, if he was Arsenal's next manager after Mikel Arteta, I'd be very intrigued because he's only obviously been really at Real Madrid. He was in charge of the youth side there as well. But he's done very, very well. He won lots of Champions Leagues and, and got them a league title as well, I believe. So why wouldn't I be happy to see someone like that come in? But it would be interesting about how he may tackle um, how he might tackle that side of uh, of the game. That is certainly one to be keeping your eyes on if we do decide to move on from Mikel Arteta. Um, let's scroll down a little bit more and go to Olu, who says, Hey, Tom, what do you think about Arteta getting to 50 wins quicker than anyone bar George Graham? Uh, I, it's interesting. I think it's certainly not 
something I would analyse his entire kind of career at Arsenal uh, over. I think that you look at everything in context, but as an achievement on its own, it's a really positive thing to see. So that's that's really, really good. And finally, Steph says, Tom, I think Arsenal fans forget that we have young players. Uh, Wenger even said young players will cost you two points with young players. They are inconsistent. And we will see some inconsistent performances, but it has been our strategy to bring in more young players this season we saw six players of 23 years and younger brought in so maybe that's the way that we will move forwards anyway we are going to move on to the second part of our show as i quickly try and press a lot of buttons to make this show look very different very quickly so without further ado let's crack on with the next part of today's show Okay, you join me for the preview show. I nearly managed to press all the buttons. We've got one more to press. Here we go. There it is. We've changed the right colour scheme. I'm very happy as well to be joined, as always, for our preview shows by a couple of our members. Let's introduce to you Pablo. Right well. I'm very happy uh, as well. I can hear myself through your screen. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's I, was, I mean, I don't I mind hearing your show. Voice, Pablo, but, uh, there you go. How you doing, I was watching well? your show, mate. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Morning, everyone. Good morning to everybody in the chat box. This is new, getting our members up at 8 a.m. We're also joined, making his debut on the show. It's Tariq. How you doing, mate? Are you well? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me, Tom. It's nice no. to see you, Pablo. And, and good morning, everyone in the chat as well. Yeah, brilliant to have you on, Tariq. I know you've got your own channel. Don't worry, I'm going to give you a chance to talk all about that before we wrap things up. And uh, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. But just to kick off, Tariq, with yourself, and then we'll go to Pablo. How are you feeling about tonight's game? Um, I'm intrigued. That's probably the best way, best word to put it. There's going to be, well, who knows with Arteta, he has played a strong lineup even against West Brom. I was actually at that game because <laughs> it's not too far from where I live. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see a few players play and start who, uh, who haven't really had much minutes. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, really. The mute button, getting me there again. Um, <laughs> it is going to be an interesting kind of seeing how we balance the lineup, Pablo, ahead of the game on Sunday against Leicester. We played a lot of first team players in the game against Wimbledon and against West Brom. Do you see Pablo him making still lots of changes, or do you think he's going to go strong again tonight? Uh, well, I personally think that we um, we're going to make a few changes. Uh, the way I'm looking at it is, obviously, we want to win every cup that we're in. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. But to me, our priorities should be the league. And um, I don't know, I think with Leicester coming up, uh, what's that, four days after, four or five days after we've um, we've played this game, um, I personally think that he'll, he won't make drastic changes, where he'll change all 11 players, but I can see him resting a few players because you've got the likes of Saka, Smith Rowe, you know, all these players that have literally been working their nuts off recently. Um, and playing quite well, but with high intensity, high energy. Um, you can't keep using the same players. And also, you need to give the, the likes of like Holding and people like that a chance to sort of get themselves back into the team and prove themselves and hopefully put a bit of competition to the original players that are starting every week at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I think that we need to see certain players given a rest, but we need to remember that this is an opportunity to springboard through each of those games and keep the momentum up and build that through. So let's see what you guys have gone for. Tariq, I think we're starting with your lineup. Talk us through what you've picked, mate. 
So, obviously, for Leno to come in goal, um, Ramsdale's been excellent this season. I was very impressed with, with his performances and even the last game against Villa. Um, so, I think this is the perfect opportunity for Leno to get some game time, maybe even push uh, for Ram, push Ramsdale if he's going to be making any errors. As as some, somebody mentioned in the chat, and you did as well when you brought it up, Tom, we have a young team. So, it's going to be interesting to see if the likes of Leno can really lead this team and even from the second role that he is now. At the back four, as you can see, it's quite mixed. Cedric White, I mean, well, it's Cedric White, Gabriel Tierney. I think that he will play Gabriel and White because Gabriel did miss the start of the season and he's still kind of regaining minutes after his injury. Ben White missed with illness, the obvious... you know, the obvious yeah. illness that's out there. And Kieran I appreciate Tierney. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to say it. Um, and with Tierney at left back because he's missing the last game, I think it's important for him to regain minutes and make sure that he's back fit. So we want him to be sharp enough for the game on Saturday. And in the midfield, I've gone with Lukonga as well. Lukonga's not played in every game with Ainsley Maitland-Niles. And I think this is a huge game for Ainsley because... When, I, when he came on against Aston Villa, I wasn't that impressed. Um, mm. I, I think that he was a bit sloppy in possession. His touch was loose and he didn't really stamp his authority on the game in the midfield. So for Ainsley Maitland-Niles, especially with the way that Leeds press, I do think he has that mobility. And what I'm what I'm looking at and keep really keep my eye, eye on Ainsley Maitland-Niles because this is the per, like, player that I'm putting the spotlight on how he deals with the press in terms of pressure, how he deals with the ball under pressure. Can he progress the ball? We, we know he likes to dribble when he plays in that right back or wing back position. So let's see how he progresses through the midfield there. And then with the front three, um, with Erdegaard as well, having really having dropped his performances in the in the previous games, um, in the past couple, I'd say. this We haven't really seen the best of Erdegaard since Spurs. I'm not too sure... It, He's not even been, even been pressing as well as we've seen previously against Spurs, always leading the press with a Bamiang up top. So I think this is an opportunity to get Erdegaard back into some form, gain some confidence, as I think we will need him. And I'm not too sure if Arteta will go with the same formation that we did against um, Leicester, uh, as we did against Villa, against Leicester. And then the front three of Martinelli, Pepe and Balogun, three players at the Arsenal fan base, which have been really calling for with Martinelli, Hope always been seems like he's getting called to have been playing some minutes. I really want to see him play. Pepe needs to have a good performance. I think he's got some redemption um, against Leeds after what happened last season during lockdown. And then Balogun up top. I'm not sure if he'll play Balogun because mm. he seems to trust Eddie Nketiah. But what we want to see, and I'm not sure if Eddie Nketiah, well, with his contracts um, ending at the end of the season... I think that we need to look to the future towards Balogun now, who needs to get some minutes. He's been performing really well for the under-23s too. Absolutely. Really well talked through, mate. Um, Pablo, tell us about your team, fella. Right, OK. I've gone uh, slightly different. Um, obviously, Leno and goal. Do uh, you know what? Actually, that's one of the positions that I personally really want to see what's going to happen because... If I'm right in saying this is the first game Leno's going to play since he's kind of dropped into a number two position. So it'll be interesting mm. to see how he reacts to that. He's frozen um, his own net. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, 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 that's what he'll probably do. But um, I've gone with a completely different back four to what I expected against Leicester. Um, mm. As you can see, there, I think Chambers over Cedric is a 
the last few games that Chambers have played, he has done okay. He's not been too bad. Um, Tavas, Tavares, Tavares. <laughs> However, you say it. Hold on, I'm, hold on. You're Brazilian. Brazilian. You should be Portuguese. You're confusing me now with how I'm saying it. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he was absolutely brilliant against Villa. Really was really, really good. Um, obviously, we still need to see where we can defend under pressure. Um, we haven't seen that side of his game yet, but I was really impressed with what I saw. Um, with Tini, I think Tini's back to fitness. Um, I would personally. See how this game goes and see if he still can keep that momentum up. If not, then bring Teeny back again against Leicester. Um, just because I'm massive Teeny fans, more of a personal thing than performances themselves. Um, I've wanted Partey in the middle because Conga has been brilliant and I'd start against Leicester. I just feel a little bit of experience um, in the midfield to try and that midfield because I believe the Lukonga and Nathan Niles both an experience in that Nathan Niles an experience in that position playing for Arsenal's first team plus Lukonga as well um, so I think Partey will bring a little bit of stability and sort of help Nathan Niles to play hopefully a bit better and then the attacking lot obviously Martinelli I really I'll be really really angry if he doesn't start this is a game that you need to be playing Martinelli yeah, mm. um, you you have to rest Saka, you have to rest Smith, uh, Smith Rowe, so why not play? Yeah, um, Odegaard got a lot to prove, um, same as Pepe, and again I've gone with Lacazette up front just to try and bring a little bit of stability and a little bit of maturity to that attacking line. Um, so yeah, that's my team. Fair enough, mate. Uh, I've gone for quite a lot of similar to both of you. Uh, I did go for Cedric as well in the right-back position. Uh, I think that that's going to be an area of the pitch that we need to see more forward thinking in um, and kind of seeing that run up to the right-hand side supporting Pepe. Pepe kind of struggles when he doesn't have that right-back supporting him. And Cedric, of all of our right-backs that we have, I think Tomiyasu, Chambers... He's the most offensive of them all. He's the one that is going to overlap Pepe and, and going to create those overlaps. I like Chambers a lot, as, as Pablo, you said there. And I think Chambers actually in the early part or the end part of last season was was definitely our best right back and offering the most in, in terms of deliveries into the box. But I just don't know. I don't, I don't think he's played a minute of football since August, Chambers. So I don't, I don't know how fit he would even be at this point. I mean, I know he'd been training, but so out of practice uh, and Cedric obviously has too but he played in the other game uh, against Wimbledon so maybe he's got that for him too uh, holding Emery coming in just resting White and, and Gabriel I, I understand the theory Tariq what you were talking about earlier about using them and kind of maintaining that that chemistry between them I don't think centre-backs need the same amount of rest as your forward line but you know, I, I'm just kind of swapping them out of just out of rotation. I feel like Leeds are going to make a fair amount of changes. I know that they started a, a decent team when they played against uh, who was it they played in the last round? They got they nearly lost to. I think it was Fulham. They got beaten on penalties by, um, and they played a fairly strong team. But uh, I think they'll they'll with their league form, they may make quite a few changes. We know that Bamford's out. We know that um, Ailing is out, and we know they've got another player out as well in the middle of the field as well too somewhere. So. They are, oh, sorry, at the centre-back, Robin Cock is also out. So they've got three key first-team players out. They aren't going to want to risk any more. I think they will make severe changes and we will be able to cope with kind of the, the second-string lead side. Tavares, we don't really have too much of a choice bar Kalasinac, so we don't have much of a choice. We played Tavares, it's as simple as that. El Nenny comes in for me just to give Partey a bit of a rest, but I wouldn't mind seeing Partey in there. I think that we've 
he we've shown that his his injuries kind of passed him now and him playing week in week out is the best for him I reckon that he'll be pressing Mikel Arteta to play he seems to just want to play every single game as much as he can Maitland-Niles this is a massive game for him really to give kind of his opportunity and for him to to stake a claim for competing with Lukonga for a central midfield position Lukonga looks like he's got it at the moment but he, Ainsley Maitland-Niles looks like he's going to be pushing for every spot he can Odegaard again another player that needs to take this chance when he gets it as does Pepe and Martinelli Pe- uh, Pablo I couldn't agree with you more I will be annoyed if Martinelli is not in some shape or form playing in this game I want to see him given a chance on the left hand side he played on the right against Wimbledon and was sprightly but it's just not where he's most effective so I want to see him on the left and Balogun staying in that number uh, striker role I was tempted to choose Lacazette I, I kept changing my mind about it but I kind of want to see him play. I was talking to, to Kaya on the Arsenal way yesterday about Balogun and he's watching pretty much every game of the under-23s and says that he's just far above that level and, and he needs to be given the opportunities in the Arsenal first team. Um, so that concludes all of our, our lineups. And as always, our preview shows are in partnership with Fansbet. So do go check out the links in the description um, to have a go on next weekend's betting action for all of that stuff as well. But before we wrap up, we will need to get some predictions from you guys. Uh, and Chatbox, this is your chance to throw in your predictions for tonight's game. Scorelines, of course. If this is not the usual show that you tune in for, if you're tuning in at 8am expecting the new show, we did that at the start, so make sure you rewind and listen to it. But this is how we do our preview shows. So if you're ever interested in more content from the channel, make sure that you are subscribed and you're tuning in. Usually the preview shows are a day or two before the games, but because of the weird timing of tonight's one, we've done it the morning of. Tariq, we'll start with you. What's your prediction of first score, pal? For me, I think the game, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be tight in terms of the players that we're going to have. And if we do go for a team similar to yours, Tom and Pablo's, it will be a bit of a cagey game and the players mm. aren't as sharp. The players that we picked, like the likes of Cedric, Cedric, Ainsley, Maitland-Niles, Pe- well, Pepe played in against Crystal Palace, but Martinelli hasn't had too many minutes. Balogun, of course, El Nene. So I think it will be it will will be difficult no matter what because of that um, lack of sharpness. But I think we will edge it and I think we will win by two goals to one. And I'm hoping that Martinelli will grab the first goal. Fingers crossed, mate, because that would be a massive boost for him. Pablo, scoreline and scorer, please. Uh, very much like Tarek, I think it's going to be a cage game. Uh, we can't seem to have more than one game in, or more than two games in the bounce where we high tempo, quick football. So I think it's going to be a slow game, a bit of a dull game, to be fair. <laughs> Not of like, just because of the changes and everything else. So I'm thinking. 2-1 as well. Arsenal and Lacazette are good. Let's go. I am not going to forget my prediction uh, and I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for a... I'm going to go for a 3-1. I feel like just changing so much about the back line and there's always the threat that Leno might throw a paddy and throw the ball in his own net. So there's that as well. Um, so I'm going to go with a 3-1. Uh, a scorer, I would love to see Martinelli score too. So, and I'm going tonight, so I would love to see him pop up on the pitch with a goal. Uh, and I think this is probably going to be my last game with Mike before he goes back to the States as well. So we're looking forward to seeing uh, Mike from the Gunners pod. Make sure you check out Gunners versus Cancer and the, the great cause that goes on over there. Link to the charities, as always, in the video description. They're doing some amazing competitions with some great prizes. So do go and check out the link to Gunners versus Cancer in today's video description. Pablo, thanks ever so much for coming on, mate. Am I going to see you at the game this evening or are you taking the night off? Uh, taking the night off today. 
Yeah, it's a shame. Fair enough. Not fancying a cold night. <laughs> cold night against Leeds. <laughs> not, not for you. No, it's uh, quite busy today with work and stuff like that. And I'm up early tomorrow morning. So after the last time, I struggled the next day. So <laughs> I wanted to um, make sure I make it to work tomorrow. So. Fair enough, fella. Fair enough. Uh, Tariq, thanks so much for coming on the show, mate. Um, it's really good, Dave. You are, I promise we'll get you on for a longer preview show next time, but uh, really appreciate your time. And then make sure you give your own channel a shout-out, fella. Yeah, thank you very much for letting me come on, Tom. appreciate that. What a wonderful community you do have, even thanks, in the Discord, in the chat. Look how everybody remains respectful. And, guys, that's what I want to bring over onto my channel. And what I do, I'm not specifically focused on Arsenal. We talk all things football, Premier League, Champions League, international breaks as well, all things. So, yeah, go check that out. I will be doing a watch-long for tonight's game, and it would be lovely to see a lot of you guys over there. Absolutely. Go check out a uh, link to the channel. I'll make sure to put in today's description as well, Tariq, if you send me that over you. after yeah. the show. Um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow morning uh, for the kind of the reaction, I suppose, of, of tonight's game. I'm at the game, so we had to do one straight afterwards. But uh, there'll be tomorrow morning's 8am show to cover that as well. Do drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. If you're watching on playback, either on audio form or on Spotify, you'll be able to check out the link in the description to Tariq's channel as well. So make sure you check that one out see you very soon guys have a fantastic day and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around and you've got a mcnuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfection order now on the mcdonald's app for your mcdelivery you in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.